Welcome fellow seekers, my name is Nathan, and this is the Law of One and Spiritual Concepts podcast, where I share my interpretations of the Law of One and other related topics. Today, we'll be looking at how cosmology was outlined in the Law of One. I'll admit, this stuff can be a little trippy, and might take some time to wrap your mind around it, as I know it did for me, but I'll do my best to break it down. And with that, let's dive right in. If you're interested, much of these beginning preliminary quotes come from session 13. So, what is the first known thing in creation? Ra says it was infinity. The infinity is creation. This infinity is also commonly referred to as intelligent infinity, which in its purest sense cannot be conceptualized into words that would make sense to us, according to Ra. But from what we can tell, it is the undistorted unity, or everything and nothing, all at the same time. In session 27.7, Ra indicates that there are two sides to this intelligent infinity. The first, of which we just described as the undistorted unity, which can be seen as the potential side, while the second side to intelligent infinity can be seen as the kinetic side, which is when infinity became aware, which potentiates this intelligent infinity, and then created what's called the first distortion, or free will, or as Ra calls it, the law of confusion. So this now aware intelligent infinity determines through free will that it can and will know itself. Free will then taps the now available potential of intelligent infinity to focus it and initiate the kinetic side of intelligent infinity, which is then known as intelligent energy, or the second distortion. These steps so far can be briefly summed up in session 27.5 in this partial quote, where Ra says, There is unity. This unity is all that there is. This unity has a potential and kinetic. The potential is intelligent infinity. Tapping this potential will yield work. This work has been called by us intelligent energy. End quote. So this aware and focused intelligent infinity creates what's called the creative principle, or logos, or love, which then uses the intelligent energy as its energy source, through which makes up what we may see as consciousness, or the mind of the creator. The logos uses the intelligent energy source in an ordering nature to become a co-creator and create the stage of life and set the parameters such as the physical laws, chemicals, elements, along with the plans for the densities, dimensions, space-time, time-space, all of which are being conceptualized and designed and created before the physical manifestation occurs. In session 1311, Ra indicates then that all these steps leading up to this point are happening simultaneously and infinitely. Continuing on, when this plan for the Logos has coalesced and is imbued with love, then the physical manifestation begins to appear. However, this begins with the awareness or consciousness, and then leads to when the Logos taps intelligent infinity to yield intelligent energy, creates the third distortion, which is known as light. And this is the physical material universe that we see. It can also be seen as the body of the universe, which takes shape as everything that we can see with our physical eyes from other planets, down to trees and rocks, and everything we can see around us. This light is the expression of love in its physical form, 
that contains intelligence. I hope this has made sense so far. As a brief recap, we started with infinity. That infinity then became aware, which then led to the free will or first distortion. And with that, free will then tapped the available potential intelligent infinity to create intelligent energy or the second distortion, which led to the logos tapping intelligent infinity to yield intelligent energy, which created light or the third distortion. Now that we're up to speed on how creation began, according to Ra, I wanted to take a step back and look at the concept of the Logos a little further. The Logoi exist in a hierarchical nature that begins with the Galactic Logos, which leads to the Sub-Logos, which is the Solar Logos, and then the Sub-Sub-Logos, which are us, the mind-body-spirit complexes, and so on. There also does appear to be one step above the Galactic Logos, which Ra references under a few different names, from the Primal Logos, Great Central Sun, One Central Sun, or the Octave. Each of these Logoi can be seen as offspring to the Logos. Another way to look at it is through fractal iterations of each other, which are the infinitely complex patterns, but self-similar across different scales, they're repeating and ongoing and feedback into the loop. So it's not necessarily a top-down hierarchy, but the parent logos creates a new version of itself, which operates in the parameters of the parent logos, but is then able to make its own refinements within these parameters using its free will to then create the next generation of sub-logos to operate in their parameters and continue down in this pattern, all still containing the whole similar to a hologram in each. These refinements are also considered experiments by each logos that are unique to each of them, which offer different ways to explore and get to know the creator. So at each level of these logos, they have their own experiments to learn and try unique things with their free will. But the crazy part is each of these logos also communicate and have access to all knowledge gained by each other logos in the universe to use in order to decide what new modifications they want to make to their experiment or what to maintain based on what has been successful. Their goal seems to consist of finding ways to expedite spiritual progress and spiritual evolution. An example of this can be seen in one of the previous episodes I did on the veil of forgetting where the early logos did not use this veil, which led to third-density entities habitually repeating third-density, of which the Logos saw as a problem, for they were not spiritually progressing, which led to the idea to create the veil of forgetting as an experiment that was determined to be much more beneficial and was used by the Logos moving forward, each making refinements and modifications. Another brief example of one of these experiments by the Logos was started after Ra's harmonious progression through third density on Venus approximately 2 billion years ago, where the Logos then made a refinement to the third density entity physical complex, which was called the Grasping Thumb, which was seen for planet Earth, Mars, and Maldek. This led to the creation of hand tools and then to weapons, which led to war and conflict which are now ultimately delaying our progress into the fourth density of love and understanding. 
So as you can see, some of these experiments or refinements by the Logos don't always necessarily yield quicker spiritual progression, for they don't know what will happen until it is experimented with. But then, this knowledge is available to each Logi afterwards. And this process is happening infinitely throughout the universe. Then leading to each universe and star eventually collapsing in on itself in what we would call a black hole. This is when that Logos has completed its seeking and progression through the densities. It then absorbs all the light back into itself, creating this black hole as it returns to the Creator, or reuniting with the Creator, ending its physical manifestation. An analogy that was used to describe this progress had to do with starting with white light, then going through a prism which separates into all the different colors and experiences, but then will finally be reabsorbed back into the white light or the whole. Ra also builds off this in session 40.1 when they clarify that the white light which emanates and forms the articulated sublogos has its beginning in what may be metaphysically seen as darkness. The light comes into the darkness and transfigures it, causing the chaos to organize and become reflective or radiant. Thus the dimensions come into being. Conversely, the blackness of the black hole, metaphysically speaking, is a concentration of white light being systematically absorbed once again into the One Creator. Finally, this absorption into the One Creator continues until all the infinity of creations have obtained sufficient spiritual mass and in order that all form, once again, the great central sun, if you would so imagine it, of the intelligent infinity awaiting potentiation by free will. Thus, the transition of the octave is a process which may be seen to enter into timelessness or unimaginable nature. To attempt to measure it by your time measures would be useless. End quote. Through this quote, I think we can begin to understand how this creation is infinite and how it continues and is ever-growing, all making up the one infinite creator, which is infinity, leading to so much more that we cannot begin to understand or conceptualize about this creation, which makes sense why Ra indicates that all begins and ends in mystery. Although there is so much more to explore on this topic, I think I'll end it here for today. Please let me know if you have any topics or quotes that you'd like me to discuss in future episodes. You can reach me at lawofone.spiritualconcepts at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I leave you now in the love and in the light.